Welcome into another episode of the Juco Take. I am your host, Alan Michael Burnett. And does anyone have a goat sound effect that they have? Because TB12, Tom Brady, the goat, has done it once again. What is that, seven now for Brady? Yepers. Unbelievable. 31-9 victory over the firepower offense of the Kansas City Chiefs. Much more to come in our Super Bowl breakdown coming up in just a moment. Going to talk a little bit of PGA Tour, and then a little later we're going to take uh, a few questions from social media and uh, in a little bit a couple questions from, from some callers. Mm-hmm. First time we've done that on the JUCO Take. But before we get going on the JUCO Take, you got to know who's all in the studio. Former defensive end, Holden Addison. How you doing, Holden? I'm great. How are you, Alan Michael Burnett? Unbelievable. It is a great night to be alive. Former Ping All-American, Carter Goodwin. What's uh, up? I got to correct you there. Once a Ping All-American, always a Ping All-American. Once a Ping All-American. But How it's great to be here tonight. It's great always to be here tonight. a great time here in the studio. And uh, the guy to my right, he is uh, the pride of Rogersville, Alabama. The master of terrible impressions, the king of the air fryer, producer Josh Derricott. Hello, everybody. Hello. Woo. How you doing, Josh? I'm doing pretty good. How are y'all? Go, Josh. Man, it is a great time to start this episode six of the JUCO take. Let's get right into it. TB12 does it again. Initial thoughts on the game? It sucked. Wow. Uh, Going right into it, Josh. It was. It was good. Thought it was. Thought it was a good performance I mean, from uh, TB12. Yes, absolutely. Yes, it was. Did Chiefs he, offensive line, not so much. Uh, having uh, it showed that having your two starters out really made a difference. Absolutely. I didn't think it would, but absolutely. Holden, what do you think? Um, like I was saying during the game, it was like watching paint dry <laughs> the second half. I mean, the first half. I mean, really more like the first quarter. I mean, it was. It was fun to watch for a Super Bowl. I mean, there's action, I guess. It was close somewhat. I mean, there was a pregame show. <laughs> I mean, it was fun to see Tom Brady, like, you know, play like Tom Brady. But then the second half, they were just uh, coasting, I guess. Coasting? Yeah, we're coasting. Yeah, no doubt. Coasting in that second half, 31-9. to nine. Who saw that one coming, fellas? Yeah, I didn't see it coming at all. But I have to echo what Holden said because me and Holden share the same take. The game was just so, so uneventful, in my opinion. I mean, 31-9, to congratulations, Tom Brady. Y'all did a good job. The Bucks did a good job. I was wrong. I'll get out in front of it. My pick for the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl last week was wrong. Um, as you can tell by the tone in my voice, I'm just – I'm not pleased with the game. I, I would be fine. I would be fine with the Bucks winning if it was actually like a decent game. But the game stunk. The officiating was absolutely horrendous in the second quarter. I agree with you. Because Was there too much buildup for this game? Oh, absolutely. There was too much buildup. There always is. I mean, have we ever have we ever had a game or, lived up to the hype? or anything that has lived up to the hype? Because it's just like we talked about last week on the podcast. Goat versus baby goat, in the words of Alan Michael Burnett. Baby goat. I'm sticking it to was, it regardless of the game. Oh, I agree. I agree. It was just the game was so uneventful and – Josh, what did we talk about in, I believe it was episode four, how refs have too much control over the game, and that shown tonight because, and my is, goodness, did the refs just completely stop anything the Chiefs had going. The Chiefs had a flippant interception, mm-hmm. and nope, 
a very, very questionable defensive holding call. Yep. The gates. Multiple. And this is the game that you, calls. like, need the refs least in. You know what I mean? God, let them play, bro. Yeah. I mean, like, like two of those pass interference calls they called on the Chiefs. I thought the one in the end zone was horrendous. Yeah. Ball, was, I think ball Brady, was uncatchable. Brady yeah. was clearly trying to throw that ball away because he was in a situation where he could not take a sack. Yep. Uh, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, they had to. Uh, I don't think they had any timeouts. Last thing he needed to do was take a sack, and he was just trying to get rid of it because the first guy was not open. And then they were able to get a defensive pass interference penalty. Yep. Was the guy holding him? Yes, but was it catchable? That was the big. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And the guy holding him was. Uh, let's talk about Tyron Matthew. Tyron Matthew an absolute was baby the it, entire second half. Yeah, we were tweeting out about that. If you if you didn't. See us tweeting during the game. You need to turn that on. Turn your notifications At on. At the JUCO take. Go follow us. All social media platforms. Yeah, and just a little side note, sidebar real quick. We're going to start uh, We're gonna start live tweeting big events. Yes. Such as this game, you know, PGA Tour events. We'll get into it. Yeah. Today was a huge day yep. for PGA Tour golf. Um, yep. And next time a situation like that happens on the PGA Tour, we will definitely be on top of it live tweeting it. Yep. But turn the tweet notifications on for yeah. at the JUCO take, you know. We'd love to hear your response. Um, follow us. We had a lot of good interaction today, and we know that's only going to grow. Yep. Um, it makes it a little more enjoyable us, enjoyable for us. makes makes our uh, makes the listeners and everything uh, makes the listeners and everything get engaged more. Yep. And now, uh, if you if you did read our tweet, you know we asked for we asked for input. Uh, we asked for questions. Send us questions your yep. way, and we're actually going to do a little special segment tonight yeah. where. Um, we're gonna let uh, we're gonna let people call in with their questions. I know we got a couple callers lined up. Carter, who's our first caller? Uh, uh, producer Josh, who's the first caller? Yeah, I think we've got. Let me see here. Who do we got? Let's see who we got here. Hello, is this Hello? Charlie? Yes, it is. Hello, Charlie. You heard you had a question for us on the the JUCO take. What you got? Yes, I did. Um, I was wondering. Um, what you guys thought about the um, halftime performance at the Super Bowl, like where it ranked among all the halftime performances? All righty, let's get to that, guys. Great question. Thank Thanks, you so Charlie. much. Uh, what was his name? Thank you, Charlie. 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 Charlie from Birmingham, is that correct? Straight I think out so. out of Birmingham. Charlie from Birmingham. Thank I you so much him. for your question. <laughs> yeah, you know, Carter has a decent connection to uh, Charlie that we'll get to in a little, little bit later segment, but – Rating this halftime show on the all-time list, think about all the iconic figures that have performed the Super Bowl halftime show, just like last year with Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. You've had Katy Perry. You've had Michael Jackson. Prince, I think, I'm pretty sure. Black Eyed Peas. Black Eyed Peas. Black Eyed Peas, Bruno Mars, just to name a few. Uh, what did y'all think? Did, was any, or anything stand out to you guys? I, no, I see a meme that's going around you about know, it. I, I didn't think it was terrible, right? I mean, I I don't watch the Super Bowl for the halftime show. I thought it was kind of strange, but, I mean, aren't they all? Yeah, they, they are. They tr- I think they – obviously, the goal is to put on a show, but I think uh, they need to stick a little more to the music and the, less the theatrics. I mean, yep. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I, I – th- Thoroughly enjoyed the music that oh, the weekend too. puts out. Absolutely, and, mm-hmm. and I thought the weekend did a great show. But my but my thing is, I think they overdid the whole production of it a little bit. I mean, 
if y'all watched like the start of it where he's like coming out of a car and you don't know where he is, you got somebody flying in from the top, like, and then he comes out from center stage. It's like, it's like, bro, like just, just let's, let's get to the music. I yeah. mean, the, I think we can all agree they overdid it. They always, they, they overdo it. They do overdo it every year. Side, I think too many lights, too many people we, dancing in the we background. Could, we could say the same thing with the national anthem. Oh, absolutely. And, and just, oh, okay. I'm fixing to get on. Now we're here. Yes, I'm fixing to get on a little soapbox right here. Do not mess up "America the Beautiful" or the national anthem with electric guitars and vocals, please. I mean, "America the Beautiful," one of the greatest songs of all time. Can we agree with that? Can we agree? I would agree. Yes, love that. USA all the way gives me gives me chills whenever I hear it. But when you're got an electric guitar riff and you're trying to Vocal, I mean, and you're trying to do all kind of weird stuff to the song, bro. It's one of those things where it's going to sound either really good or really bad. Right. And that time, it just it just wasn't working. And the thing is, America the Beautiful is a staple of, of of America. Honestly, I mean, it's outside the national anthem is probably the second. It's it's probably like the second most recognizable song. And just just don't mess it up. I mean, when you start adding your electric guitar and I'm, I'm not talking about just America the Beautiful now. I mean, we had some – they churched it up a little bit. No pun intended. No they pun churched, intended. They churched it up a little bit because Eric Church sang part of the national anthem. But they churched it up a little bit too much with both of the uh, – with, with both those performances. Just, these just people leave are, it be. These people are professional singers. They don't need all the theatrics yeah. around it. Any, any unnecessary sound. They're professionals. They know how to, they know how to for sure. make it work. In for my sure. opinion, in my opinion, when you start churching things up like that – you, you're almost bringing the show about yourself, and yes. you're taking it away. I mean, and I like Eric Church. Oh, love Eric Church, and and the other then the other two ladies. I don't know them as well. That sang had beautiful voices, mm-hmm. but the thing is, I mean, electric guitar, the electric guitar in America the Beautiful. That one rubbed me the wrong yeah. way, just because it's such a great song. Yeah. I mean, just let it be. Holden, do you have any thoughts on that, or what? What do you think about that? I think. There should only be one way to sing it. Just you can't mess it up if you just do it the same way. Like I don't know. It's just everything. Everybody wants to make the Super Bowl about themselves and get the spotlight, but just keep it the same. Come on now. Like that's kind of all I got to say about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Who'd have thought? One of the first things we talk about. I mean, is the is the uh, performances. Yeah. Over a little bit more uh, talking than the football game. Yeah. But uh, Bucks thirty-one nine. Carter, you got Hold something? On. Charlie, I know we kind of deviated from your question a little bit there, but as far as this ranks uh, all time on the halftime mm-hmm. show, to answer your question, I personally think it ranks up there. The Shakira J Lo halftime last year didn't do it for me at all. Yeah, I thought that was a little dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, a little dumb. I I enjoyed I enjoyed the music. I enjoyed the way the weekend performed. I think this one, I think this one's up there. Honestly, I think it was a, I think it was a solid performance. Yeah. I I, I so. agree. There, I, but there, but there are more that I like more because because so. like last year the J Lo Shakira one that did the opposite that made me turn it off I was like oh god this is this is not good the, the this one with the weekend right here loved it had me intrigued got you and on that note I think I'm going to get us to our second caller we got Ooh, another one another caller yes All right. so let's let's take a listen on this hello this is the JUCO take. Hey, this is Landon Jones. What's going on, fellas? What's going on? Landon. 
What's your question for us? Uh, we're doing pretty good. How are you? Awesome. Pretty good. So, uh, do you think any of you, your, your JUCO athletes, could tackle your fellow JUCO athlete Tyree Kill, even in two hand touch? All right, let's let's let break me, that let down. Let me answer this question right. Let me. Here right yeah, now. I have no problem answering that question. I would not just tackle him. As a former defensive end for the Coleman Bearcats. Dang right. I would embarrass him Shout and send him you. straight back to junior college. <laughs> straight back to high school. Yep. Straight back to the womb and his mother. Dang right. Because he would be embarrassed and he would never want to play the game of football again. Let me tell you what. would be so embarrassed. Let me tell you what. You are so right. What, what were you, 99? I was number 90. 90. Number 90. Dang it. Dang it. That, the most dangerous number What number is Tyreek Hill? 10? 10. Bruh. Man. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, us golfers, we're known for being Holden, athletes. We're known for tackling. Background, though, so I think Holden gets him no problem. I, on the other hand, there's no chance. Oh no, uh, you uh, smack him, Alan Michael. It, it would be Alan Michael him as well. Yes. Tyreek Hill, have you looked at him? He is small and has no muscle. Oh yeah, I forgot he has a no burst, so I might have a chance. At yes. It. Bro, Tyreek Hill ain't even that fast. No. Yeah. If he's running a go route, I think I have a good no. chance. No. They juice him. They they shoot him up before That's the right. game. That's they right. juice him. That's right. Uh, everyone sense the sarcasm. Yeah, please. Uh, Tyreek Hill could probably – we couldn't catch him if we had a car. Tyreek Hill, you're a freak. I did enjoy that question a lot. Thank you. It was Landon, right? Yes, Landon. Landon, thank thank you you so much for your call. And if you want to be a future caller on on the JUCO tape, let us know. Send us a DM. Send us a DM. DM DMs are always open, right, Carter? The DMs are open. Just an FYI, our – Phone calls are screened, so don't think you can come in here and get on our feed and uh, say some vulgar stuff. Yeah, that's right. exactly right. Yeah, we, we control the phone yes. calls. So. Hold on. Uh, All you trolls out there, we're not Barry Herdall will get you. I think we can segue a little bit with this with this Tyreek Hill talk into um, one of the headlines that I didn't realize until I was perusing Twitter today. Tell us about it. I saw that, the, of course, the beloved NJCAA, our organization, mm-hmm. tweeted out. An article. There were 12 JUCO products in the Super Bowl tonight. Woo! How about that? How about that? How Juco about that? products playing in the Super Bowl. JUCO is the way to go. So we had more JUCO players in this game than Alabama. About <laughs> like 11. Little, there's, my, there's my little jab at Alabama. No, I don't Definitely think Alabama had a player in the I think in, they might have had a practice squad player. Oh. If, if they're going to count that one. Yeah. But, okay. Did they? Oh, Auburn. Yeah, Auburn. Shout out to DBU. No, I'm just kidding. We're not hey, quite DBU yet, were, but hey. They were tonight. After, after hey, tonight's to, performance against this this Chiefs receiving uh, core, uh, are we ready just, to call? Just, just can, I, can I point out, Carlton Davis and Jamel Dean or Tyron Matthew? Who would you take tonight? Who would you take based off tonight's performances? Carlton Davis has been an unbelievable lockdown corner hey, all year long. Jamel Dean was locked down. Tonight. Underrated, too, Jamel coming out of Auburn. Jamel Dean was locked down tonight. Yeah, Just got to throw that out there. Also got a little help from JUCO product Jason Pierre-Paul. JPP. JPP. JPP was in the mix tonight in the backfield all over Mahomes. Had Mahomes' number. Holden, as a former defensive end yourself, how do you rate JPP and the whole entire Bucks defensive line performance tonight? And, why are and you? Also, also, while you're at it, can you just talk about the uh, – horrendousness that was Chris Jones tonight as well, emotionally and everything, from our, of course, former defensive back end, excuse me, Holden Atchison. Defensive end, you know, that's what they call me, you know, here in Coleman, the uh, former defensive end. The big D. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the, we're gonna edit that can, one out. They um, me, they, no, they do call me that actually. Do they actually? Yeah. I knew so it. the big D. Yeah, you know whatever. There's a lot of nicknames. But I mean JPP. He's number. He is number ninety, correct? Am I? Uh, yeah, he is yeah, number so, ninety. I mean, no shot. I mean, no surprises there. Like, I thought they should have retired my number. No one should use ninety again. Because, in, in the game of football. Yeah, like no anybody. No one. Tom Brady couldn't even wear it. Uh, I've got to think that I've got to think that uh, JPP is the number ninety as like a nod to you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, exactly. I mean, you know, it's just I take pride in wearing number ninety, and he he, he wore it well. Um, he definitely wore it well. He played great. How many sacks did he have? Uh, I have no did, clue. Or, no, no, was Shaq Barrett the one? Do you hear the sacks. music? Does it get you running? It, dude, I could. Are you ready to? I could run through this wall right now. Are you run through the wall? Oh, I bet. No, no, I bet after no. hearing this music, Tyreek Hill is toast. I don't want him running through the wall music. because it is uh, terrifying. Because we own that wall yeah. for I, at I least gotta, the next six months. I got to take yeah. a I take, take a side give note. Give or take. Because my dad. We've already had me, to have some repairs done. My, yeah. my dad, he told me I, we had to make. He wanted a formal apology, and I haven't even told you all about this yet. But I don't know if y'all know this. My dad went to Troy, and I think in like a build my Troy maybe episode four. We um we told him that or we didn't tell him but we said that when we were talking about we should make another league for smaller schools and all that and, uh-huh. whatnot, and we said yeah it, or someone said if you got an offer from alabama or troy you're obviously ta- carter was it carter so my dad took offense to that and he's oh. very upset and uh i just wanted to say because there have been some good troy players i got a troy over De- alabama demarcus where hey you know who played at troy for a year DeMarcus Ware played, and he was a really good NFL player. Rick Burgess. <laughs> he did. No. no, he did. Who's that? that was, Rick, I thought he played at Jacksonville State for his dad. So, no, he started at Troy. I swear. He started out at Troy his first co- his first year, and then he transferred to Jack State, which is kind of weird. And then he transferred to, to uh, okay, radio. Hold okay, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Okay. Can the mic hear me? Okay. Mr. Atchison, this is Carter Goodwin. Um, I deeply, deeply apologize for insulting – or. You took it as an insult, insulting Troy. Troy is a fabulous university, great school. Go Trojans. Um, I, I have nothing but respect for Troy. Um, have a lot of friends that go to Troy. Uh, know a lot of people on the golf team down there. So just I, my sincere apologies. Yeah. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, I would take Troy over Alabama any day. He'll be, the hey, week. hey, there's a reason why Alabama doesn't want to play Troy. Nobody does. They're scared of the Trojans. Dang right. That's what it is. Saban, get them on the schedule. I want to see it. Yep. In state competition. I want to hey, see Hey, that could be the it. new rivalry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going okay. back to the Tyree Kill thing, Coleman, the Coleman Bearcats, you know, 6A. Okay. We are known for breeding guys like Tyree Kill. Yeah. More like Tom Brady, yeah. like we produce goats. More so than uh, more so than that school down in Birmingham. Oh, uh, well, don't even say it. starts with an H. Yeah. Ends with an Uber. Yeah. Uber. Oh, yeah. don't even get me started. Oh my God, do not get me started on Hoover High School, bro. As a as a Jaguar alum myself, Hoover High School. The only thing y'all are good at, and y'all aren't even that good, is football. Oh God, here because we go. here's the thing: y'all didn't win the state championship this year. Did Just y'all? Saying. No. Did Spain Park Bro, win it? We suck at football, okay? Well, no, look, I wouldn't say we suck boys, at football. If you want to talk about a heartbreaking game, that 7 8 championship. Hey. Oh, God. Oh, Dude. my goodness. We that, are one so far, me, that one made my 
hard. We're so yeah. far down a tangent right now, but I've got to say, only thing, only thing, football is the only sport that Hoover is better than Spain Park at. Wow. Only okay. sport. Okay. Golf, not even close. Okay. Like, let me just, gosh. Shout out to 7A Golf. Um, and any, yes, shout out to 7A Golf. Uh, 7A Golf is a, 7A Golf in the state of Alabama hey, has gotten a lot different. Shout since. out to 3A Golf. Shout out to 3A Golf. <laughs> hey, if you break 90, medalist. You travel. <laughs> No, and, you uh, travel when you break 100. And, and before we bro, off this topic, bro. shout out to my alma mater, Muscle Shoals, 6A yeah. Golf. Very good. All right. Listen. <laughs> what go kind Jags. Of, what kind of rat hole are we nailed? I'm sorry. Listen, I'm so go sorry. Jags. I'm sorry. Y'all were giving y'all school some love. I'm giving mine <laughs> this some love. Carter, continue. No. I haven't even I just got a little. School. I just got a little triggered when Mr. Atchison over here, Holden, of course, mentioned that school that starts with an H on the other side of my town. <laughs> My town, Spain Park's town. This is our city. Um, Hold what you got to say. Let me. What you got? Hold what you got. I was just gonna say my thing. One more thing about Coleman. We may not have that many uh, state championships, aka zero, but uh, gosh darn it, we have fun and we have heart. That's dang right. And y'all go that, out there and y'all. That's are the, all that matters. Y'all are the hardest right. hitting I'm team. I'm ready to run you, through a wall for the Coleman Bearcats you, right now. You might not win, but hey, give it back to him. Give it back hey. to him. He's got more to say. Well, we made we made the uh, playoffs one year, and uh, we well I say that we've made the playoffs several times. Hey, do you want me to turn on the gritty music for you for this song? I don't know what that is. Uh, this right here. What you got? This is like you're gonna you're gonna want to run through a wall after you hear this. Okay, speech. yeah, you need this music. Now. We had a coach say we were playing Oxford. We may not have a game plan. But we're just gonna go in there and hit him in the mouth. Oh, that's Coleman right hey, there. Hey, are you gonna are you gonna get knocked down and you're gonna bite the kneecap on the way back <laughs> exactly. up? Exactly. Hey, yeah, shout hey. out to the Detroit Lions. Dan Campbell, you're an animal. All right. Okay. All right. All right. We got to we over. gotta wrangle this back How in a little bit. I, we got into that. I apologize. Uh, if if we were out of line by any comments. Let us know in the DMs, you know. Yeah. Let us know I mean, in the DMs. We don't know unless you send them to us. We won't know. I mean, absolutely. Just. So, hey, also, uh, time out. Okay. So, we need we need some feedback. We've we've been thinking about doing a live stream while we're doing the podcast. Yes. We need some talk, feedback. Talk we have. Yay or nay. We've heard two yays, no nays yet. Yeah, we've got a few people. Uh, We've got a few people. I mean, I'm, f- I'm definitely for a live stream. And also, uh, another possibility, another avenue that we want to get to is, um, you know, obviously recording and then putting up on YouTube. Yes. We'll, we're going YouTube, after. we'll figure that out. That, yeah. We just haven't um, really looked very at doable. it, we're being but honest. Please, yeah. uh, please give us your feedback, you know. Uh, the DMs are open. Uh, I'm sure everyone that's, uh, everyone that's listening to this knows each one of the four of us individually. Mm-hmm. And uh, talk to us. Let us know. Share with your friends. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. But yeah. Hey, like, hey, time out. Go ahead. We have a guest. We do have a guest. We have a guest. Yes, we do. Who's our guest? From the Learning Center. Club the Pro Learning Guy. Center. Club Pro no Guy. No way, Club dude. Pro Did we get what? Club Pro Guy. Welcome to the show, Club Pro Guy. Thank you so much, Josh. It is unbelievable to be here live on the Juco Take. I had to take a quick uh, break from my 9.30 lesson. I was teaching us some short game work at my lighted chipping green outside my club in Kansas City. Really? Yeah, really. 
I was uh, really blessed and honored to be asked to be a part of this podcast. And uh, be sure to like and subscribe to at the Juco Take Podcast on Instagram and is it Twitter? Twitter. Yes. Do you do Twitter? I oh, do Twitter as well. Oh, Mr. Guy, I look at everything that you post on Twitter. Thank you so much, Carter. It is an honor to know that one of the beloved hosts of the Juco Take follows my content. Yes. But make sure, kids, if you're going to take up the game of golf, be sure to understand going into it, it's going to be a grind. Okay, I didn't break 90 until my 10th year on tour. Okay, so the grind is real because I could not figure out my 747 Carter, swing Carter, do you have system. a question for CPG? Yeah. So I'm always open so, to questions because I'm I'm dreading getting back to my lesson. Okay, so so, Mr. Guy, I mean, Carter. first off, it's an honor to be talking to you. It's an honor to receive questions first time, from the media. First time, long time. Okay, so I I this past week at my tournament, you know, I struggled a little bit under pressure. You shipping. did. I, I saw your scores. Shipping. I struggled with my short game. Um, okay. Just while while I have you for a second. Is there any thoughts that you might be able to give? Great question, Carter. Something that might – you're probably the, the lowest handicap player I've I've ever met. Yeah, my handicap's like a plus four. Not plus five. four. I've never met someone with a plus four. I've never played with anyone with a plus four. But I will be sure to allow my wisdom to enter your brain. Thank you. Okay. You said you were struggling with the green side chipping. Absolutely. Okay. What you want to do is get stacked on the right side. You are right-handed, correct? Yes, sir. You are. Get stacked on the right side and create a descending blow to the back of the ball. (laughs) (laughs) We can't even do this seriously. And then once... Mr. Guy, I have a problem with your theory. I'm teaching short game. Getting stacked on the right side of my body. For you golfers that don't know. It creates a decent. <laughs> okay. This is All definitely right. not getting cut I'm out. I'm so sorry, okay. Carter. Okay, Mr. Guy. Um, I'm going to be practicing tomorrow. I'm going to be practicing your theories tomorrow. Um, if you get stacked it. on the right side, let me finish. Yeah, let's Okay, okay, finish, because I'm I think I jumped the gun the a little bit. Take. I think I've jumped the gun a okay, little bit. Okay, you have jumped the gun. Make sure that once you're stacked on the right side, just before you create that descending blow to the ground, you jilt in order to catch the ball clean. That will maximize spin and leave you with a com- <laughs> leave you with a comfortable 11-footer for double. <laughs> All I Give gotta it, do giving you a nice triple bogey seven to go. The swing thought. I thought. What? What's the swing thought? The swing thought is turn and burn. Yes. Okay. Okay, so okay, so just because obviously as an admirer of your work, I noticed that like Thank you. You like to create like a like a five foot circle that you that you can basically Put some uh, put some pressure on your opponents to give you the putt. Absolutely. So all I need to do, so all I need to do is 
get my ball with this with this method. If you get it inside, it. okay. So, so imagine you you have a three foot circle around the hole. That's automatic gimme. You want to be able to be so good at raking the ball back into the hole that your opponents automatically give you the putt. So it's called quick raking. Okay, you're going to lunge with your lead foot and rake the ball back into the hole. Okay. Okay. And whenever you make it, the the opponent is going to be psyched into saying, okay, this guy obviously knows what he's doing. Yes. So a drill that I like to do on my putting green. Oh, we're getting a drill? I'm getting a drill out of this? Yes, I'm going to give all the listeners at home a drill to do. You're going to make a three-foot circle full of golf balls. They're probably going to be cracked range balls. Yes. But it does not matter. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. So, so you guys know the grind. Yes. We're not blessed Absolutely. enough to have Callaway Titleist. We're not good with. Them. Well, Mister Guy, it's easier to play your shot that you like to play. Absolutely. My double cross three wood thrives with the limited flight range ball. Yes. Okay. Okay. But let's get back to the putting drill. Yes. You're gonna want a quick rake. So you're so if anyone's unaware, you take your putter and flip it backwards, and you like slap at it. Okay, you're gonna create a three foot circle around the hole, and you just want to rake all the balls in. Okay, and now you make it a goal of yourself that you can't go home until you've raked all ten balls. You're gonna create ten balls around the hole and rake them all in. It's a great way to practice quick raking under the gun especially with member guest season coming yes. up. Very important, especially when you're a 29 handicap. And you're – look, they're not going to give you those four-footers for bogey. Okay. What, okay, Mr. Guy, I have one question. So Go I ahead, a, Josh. I have a – in my club, we have this thing we call the simulator scramble. <laughs> okay, I'm very familiar with – actually, no. I just Honestly, received a simulator, so I'm not too familiar with these events yet. Okay, well, I understand, Mr. Guy. Okay. So so we're just going to okay. move on from that question until okay. I get more experience Let's... playing under the gun in a simulator. Simulator. All right, yes. okay, okay. Okay. I, Mr. Guy, thank you so much Dude, for coming on is, the podcast. It is my gotta, pleasure to be on your podcast. As always, as always, you have outdone yourself. You came in. No question. No um, question. You know what? I think it's so, like, like, I think that was so insightful. We need to give you a little plug on social. Yes. Like, like at. Are you sure that's a good idea, Carter? Yes. 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 Okay. At Club Pro Guy. Uh, at Club Pro Guy to, on Twitter. Yeah, and and Instagram too, right, and Mr. YouTube. Guy? YouTube. I yeah. think I do have a YouTube, unless it got taken down. Miguel, I think runs okay. it. Miguel so, runs it. That's yeah. correct. Okay. So, anyways, Mr. Guy, thank you so much. It was a, it was an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Thank Juco you for helping. Take. Me. It was an elite experience to be here with you guys. Okay. Thank you so much. You have a good night. I've got to get back to my 945 lesson. Okay. You guys okay. have a good night. Thank you so much, Mr. Guy. Have a good one. Wow. Whew. Man, boys. How about what that? A, what wow. A, Club okay. Pro Guy. Yo, we just went for five minutes with Club Pro Guy. Um, to you the know how hard that is to do? To the listeners that, to the listeners that are, are not golf fanatics like ourselves. They'd uh, still be funny to non-golfers if you go watch don't, the videos. Y'all don't understand how, how much we admire Club Pro Guy yeah. here. On the JUCO take, so absolute honor to talk to, to talk to Mr. Guy. But uh, we have to get back to uh, we have to get back. Well, that so, was a, that so, was a good segue. So, from a golf pro's perspective, let's go 
to the people that actually know what they're doing. Let's yes. go to the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Yeah, on the by PGA the way, Tour. by the way, to to tie a bone, Super Bowl Super Bowl was uneventful. Congratulations, Tom Brady. He got the MVP, thirty-one nine. Woohoo! Patrick Mahomes didn't play good. Chiefs didn't have a good game. All right. Okay. Josh, before we leave, Josh. though, we're not giving much light to Tom Brady in that. We'll do that in this week's podcast that comes out on Thursday night. Sure. Yeah. Because this is right a, now this we're is our we're on reactions. the heat. We're on the heat right now. We haven't let it all settle in. We'll get all that stuff worked out. We'll go back through. Look what at, we think about Tom Brady. And yeah. His we'll go back through. Look at everything that comes out on social media after this. Is just this this first twenty five minutes we did was our first was just our knee jerk reactions yes. to this. So uh, we'll take a more in depth dive in it. But something I do know, Mister Mister Burnett, can you introduce our next segment because I. Uh, Huge day in the golf world. Huge, Huge day, day in, the in the golf world, indeed. As you all know, this is a pre- pretty much a world-renowned saying, uh, at least here at the Juco Tate. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl Sunday does not begin until the Phoenix Open is over. Okay. Okay. Of course I'm talking about the Waste Management Phoenix Open. The trash can open. Hosted by TPC Scottsdale. The greenest show on grass. The greenest yeah. show on grass. Even Without a doubt. It's I, in the desert. I think we can say... Outside of the majors, top two or three tour stop. Oh, it's my favorite event. Besides, it's, so it's my favorite non-major. <clears throat> yeah, I get that. It is when there's full fans, and, and they let fans in this week, and it was good. Tell you what, it was a loud 5,000 on, was. on I, the grounds. Okay, timeout. Let's stop right here. To Let's. me, that felt like more than 5,000, which I'm fine with. I think when you when you watch multiple events with no fans, yeah. 5,000 can seem like a lot. Yeah. It was – it was five thousand. Was it now, a generous? No, 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 no. Was it, it five thousand plus volunteers? Because maybe that's where I'm getting. Maybe, maybe. but the thing is, like, but the thing is, like, if you go back, if you go back and you really do go look at the footage, there, if honestly, yeah, yeah. if you study it, there's not that many people. Everybody's yeah. everybody's spread out. There's probably only, I mean, there's probably only a thousand people following the final group of the most eventful tournament that's happened in the past probably year. Um, so, yeah, 2,600 of those people were all corporate hospitality on hole 16, the, the amphitheater hole, of course. The loudest which, hole in golf. Which yes. did make that cool, but normally there's 20,000 people there. And so. be- before we get on to the Waste Management Phoenix Open, a uh, little side note, world number one, Dustin Johnson, gets the European Tour victory in Saudi Arabia. Saudi International, big win for Dustin Johnson. I think it was a two-shot victory. It was just a good overall tournament for him, but it's going to be good to have him back in the States, especially when we got major season coming up, Pebble Beach Pro-Am coming up next week. But before we get to the Well, DJ, DJ en route, to, en route to his win in Saudi Arabia. Nearly killed a guy. <laughs> nearly, nearly killed a guy oh, with yeah. one of his drives. I mean, that was – the memes that came out of that were hilarious. I mean, of course, now the guy's okay, so – so we yeah. so we can joke about this. We can we're joke not, about that. Come on now, Kansas, we're not making light, please. but I mean, overall on. tough if you're, scene. If you're a volunteer yeah. or anyone in the landing zone of a of a golf well, tournament, you, you got to keep know. your head in the swivel. Yep. And DJ just straight up beamed somebody. Yeah. I didn't Absolutely. see it. But. I wouldn't want to get hit by that golf ball. Yeah. Anyway, one of the most powerful hitters in yeah. the game. Congratulations, DJ. Congratulations. Yeah. That's well about all I want to give to that. Yep. Let's I go like DJ. It was, it was weak. I could have taken it. I bet That's you could right. have Holden. Big D. That's exactly right. I would have threw, thrown it right back oh, at him. Oh, man. Yeah. DJ, DJ would have went running and probably fell down the stairs again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. 
let's not let's not go there. Let's go. Let's get over to the greenest show on grass. Uh, yeah. We got the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Your man, Brooks Kepka. Kepka for another birdie. <laughs> Definitely heard a lot of that today. Uh, Brooks Kepka. Like Eagle. Jordan Spieth, sixty-one. Jordan Spieth did have a sixty-one on Saturday, and boys is. I understand that Jordan Speed did not win this event, but is Jordan back? Oh my! Carter is our Carter's our like Jordan Carter Speed. Yeah. Uh, super fan. I'm a big fan of Jordan Speed, but I've got we actually have the privilege of having a super fan as yes. a member of the JUCO Tech. Carter Jordan Speed is he back? Tell them about your Speed tattoo first. Your Speed tattoo. No, I, all joking aside, I am. You don't want to tell us where it is. You probably need I to clear am. up that you don't have a Speed tattoo. Yes. That's, okay. Yeah. All joking aside, don't have a speed tattoo. However, not yet. However, if he wins, if he wins the Masters this year, oh, if he I'll wins get, the Masters shoot, this year, we'll get we'll get, we'll get a little. Bait. We might get a speed tattoo. Okay, good content. Let's know in the DMs. Mom, I'll make it small somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, Carter's gonna have to get it live. Live. But um, all joking aside, this is Jordan back. I'm a huge. I'm a. I mean, massive speed fan. Um. I have all of his Under Armour clothing, all of his Under Armour branded hats. I have a T-shirt that just says Spieth across the front of it in big block letters. I was wearing that all day today. Still have it on under here. I'm still wearing it proud. Uh, If this were a live stream, you'd be able to see it. Yep. But next uh, time. Next time. Maybe. Maybe. So anyway, maybe they don't want to see what the Spieth shirt looks like. I've just got to. I've just got to. I mean, being a Jordan Spieth fan is. it, It it has to be better than like being on drugs because the feeling because the feeling that I felt yesterday after speed 61 I mean if you could bottle up that feeling that I had just watching him roll in 30 footers for birdie yes I was doing victory laps around the pro shop after every birdie I was I was sitting like I was sitting in my apartment just watching speed pour in these putts speed for another birdie and I couldn't I mean I just I have to say Obviously, I'm making it clear. I've never done drugs before. Yeah. I've just got to, I've got to assume that that feeling I felt watching <laughs> Spieth yesterday. Every time he stepped up to the ball, he was hitting it. He was hitting fairways. He was hitting it to five feet. He was making the putts for the shots that he missed. I mean, he put up ten birdies yesterday in around sixty-one. Uh, no big deal. And <laughs> ten birdies, no bogeys. Ten birdies, no bogeys. Ten birdies, the most birdies that he has ever had on tour. Um, in, a, in a round. In a round. In a round. In a round. And, gosh, yesterday was just so fun. And I woke up this morning just so excited because I was like, I, I listened to Spieth's interview yesterday that Golf Channel did. Spieth sounded so positive. Spieth, like, he said all the right things that, that I was looking for him to say. And he came out this morning, just started off terrible. It's, it, it all starts... It all starts with the driver. He hit less than 50% of fairways this week, and whenever you hit less than 50% of fairways, he is only – Jordan Spieth has only won one time in his career hitting less than 50% of fairways, and that was the 2017 Open Championship, which was the biggest grind of a win that anybody has ever sure. put on. Yeah. So, the, but the problem is you can't get away with that when you're playing a TPC course that is soft, easy, the weather's perfect, and it's just a birdie fest. You can't get away with that. So – it all starts with the driver for Spieth. When Spieth is hitting the driver good, mark my words, when Spieth is hitting the driver good, he will win. He has, he has his ball striking back. He's got his mojo back. 
Um, the flat stick is working. The flat it stick is. is working, and we're getting into a stretch of golf that he has had a lot of success with. Uh, Pebble Beach has won there before. Pebble Beach won there before. Uh, we're going down to Florida. Valspar, the bear trap. He's won there before. He won there Valspar. before. The Valspar, is that the Bear Trap or the Snake Pit? That is Snake Pit. Yeah, Snake, snake pit. pit. Bear Trap is uh, Honda. Arnold Palmer. Honda. No, Honda. Honda. <laughs> yeah. Arnold Palmer, that course is just hard. Bay Hill. Yeah, very um, tough course. But, he, but Spieth has success there in this swing they're coming up on. And then, of course, we're going to blink, and it's going to be the second week in April. And it's going to be the second week in April, and we're going to be at the Masters. We're going to be back down, driving down Magnolia Lane. And, Georgia. And it's Georgia. just, I mean, the Masters, when Spieth is playing – uh-huh. When Spieth is playing any somewhat decent, it's an automatic top ten yeah. for him just because he knows that place so well. He's able to feel it out. Basically better than – Don't say it. No, don't say <laughs> it. I'm joking. No, no but, uh, Carter, I'm going to wrap that up, wrap up your little Spieth. Yeah. It was good to see uh, Jordan Spieth play well again. Uh, I think he needs to, hang, to hone in the uh, accuracy uh, off the tee. Yes, and I just have a I one last comment. Sure, so, go ahead. So if we're looking at this – if we're looking at his his comeback as a like a bell shaped curve, mm-hmm. I definitely think that we are on that we're on the closer to the we're closer to the we're we're closer to getting a win than we are to where we started for sure. So we sure. so we've crossed that hump. Now it's just putting it together. He was in primo position. Does today. anybody know what coach he has now? I know he didn't. He did he drop? McCormick, so, we think. I think, I think so he's, that's. I think he's still with. Him. I think he's still with McCormick. I think he kind of went to Butch Harmon as like a, just like a little secondary thing because because Butch Harmon came out and said that Spieth was not one of his students. He didn't like. There was a report that kind of went around during the off season that Spieth had switched to Butch Harmon. That's not the case. Butch Harmon came out and kind of yeah, basically I said, "I Spieth asked me a few questions. We did a little something here and there. Um, I was just kind of." I think Butch Harmon was being more of an extension of Cameron McCormick in a week that Cameron McCormick could not be with Spieth. So I think he's still with McCormick, but just mentally I think Jordan Spieth's there. We're closer to the finish line than we are to, from where we started. I, yes. can, I can say that with confidence, and that is super exciting. I'd say so. I think uh, it was just very difficult for him to score today. And Brooks Kapka final round 65 had a – very cool eagle chip on the seventh hole. He did. Hole, which and before he hurt, hit that, we were all major, like – Major factor. Yeah, before he hit that, we were all like, that's uh, going to be a tough birdie. Absolutely. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he holds it because yeah. that's what that's what champions do. That's exactly what he does. And Speed just times. wasn't able to yeah. find the fairway enough. I think on his first swing of the day, he put it in somebody's pool. Probably. What did he, what did he shoot today? Two over, over par. Yeah, so that's a he didn't have any birdies. That's a seventy-three on that course. Oh, he had one birdie. He had no birdies. One birdie. One birdie. One birdie. One of the easier par fives on the course. Just wasn't able to get anything going, but it happens. And but on the bright side, if you had told me at the beginning of the week he would have had a top five, I would have been all for it. Uh-huh. So, yep. Big time week for Spieth. Better things are to come for mm-hmm. him. He's got a lot of familiar tracks that he's about to encounter. So. Yep. We'll just have to watch that from a distance. And who knows, maybe we'll end up talking about it again. That is the eighth PGA Tour victory for Brooks Kepka. You know, and it feels like he's got more just because he wins a lot of majors. Well, half of them are majors. Yeah. When was his last win? Because his, I feel like it's been a while. His last win, it was going to be the um, – Probably the U.S. Open. It's going to be the uh, FedEx, FedEx St. Jude. St. Jude. Jude. Oh. Which was how long ago? 
Yeah, that was 2019. It was a duel between him and Roy McElroy, and okay. they made a big deal about it. And Brooks came out and just stomped on McElroy's throat, which I mean, yeah, I'm I'm not is. a huge yeah. Kepka fan, but at the same time, yeah. I can respect like what he does. No, yeah. I respect it. It's the whole the whole bad boy mentality that I only show up for majors kind of gets to me a little bit. And I mean, clearly that's not true because it's like um, it's like many golf now like golf analysts have said if he really didn't love the game, he wouldn't have spent so much time over in Europe getting his mm-hmm. tour card and everything. Absolutely. So that that mentality kind of gets to me a little bit. Um, Holden, do you have any opinions on, on Brooks Kepka? I mean, I guess he can be kind of annoying sometimes, but I kind of like it how he just says it like he, mm-hmm. he thinks. Okay. And he's not, not afraid. He just says it like it is, and he's not afraid of, you know, what people think, I guess. He just – he has his own opinions, and – he doesn't care to voice them, I guess. Yeah. yeah, one of the main things that sticks out to me from Kepka is him and Dustin Johnson have made it public that they are very good friends. Okay. Yeah. Yes. They work out together throughout the week. They're in the fitness centers together. They talk about the rounds after frequent tour stops. And I think that he looks at – Dustin Johnson has been one of the most consistent players over the last 10-plus 10 year, 10 yes. years on tour. And I think that it's it comes off naturally for Dustin Johnson to have that like don't doesn't get too high or too low. Yep. He just stays even keel, and it kind of has that. I mean, he can kind of give off like that bad boy vibe. And I just think that Kepka tries too hard. Agreed. Like, it needs to happen naturally, and he just tries too hard to say, "Yeah, oh, I'm just that." However, guy. I just well, he thinks the world's against him. Nobody hates you, Kepka. Well. However, don't make people no, yeah. I don't think he's more of like the world hates me. I, I think, think he, he does. No, I don't think he's the world hates me. That's like he's more of like everybody's doubting me. It's yeah, not that's hate. Okay. It's that's not hate. Well, that's what I mean then. Okay, no. It's and not nobody, like, nobody is, my friend. It's not like a Patrick Reed situation yeah, where, no. where we're like hating on you. It's like we're yeah. doubting you. However, I, w- I will say, and this is the last thing I'll say about Bruce Kepka. I do really like the fact that we have a tour player like Brooks Kepka that will just is not afraid to speak his mind yeah. about things because that's what we need. We yep. need somebody that will just be so that'll just be blunt because in in this day and age, and especially we've seen it with what all's gone yep. on with JT and mm-hmm. stuff. It's just it has become a it's become just a brand fest yep. on the PGA Tour. Absolutely, and, and Kepka. And Kepka is is kind of against that, and he just says what he thinks. And we need more of that because yep. that's what ultimately builds your brand yep. is just being blunt. It's not – I mean, and the opposite end of the spectrum is Bryson DeChambeau, who all he focuses on is gaining his brand. By the way, can we stop right here and say that – and Al Michael wasn't here, but – Bryson DeChambeau was in a Super Bowl commercial. It was, it was good. Was he in a Super Bowl commercial? Yeah, it was good. For it's anybody like that listens, for anyone that does not know, it's an unpopular opinion probably on amongst yes. the guys in this podcast, but yeah, I'm, a, I'm a DeChambeau fan. Mm-hmm. I think it's just fair. I don't want to like him. I try not to like him, but I just cannot yeah, I force myself to not like this guy. I just think it's crazy how he has taken golf – to a completely – or he's just opened a new side to the game of golf that we've just never seen before. The guy literally put on 40 – was it 40 pounds of muscle in like a eight- to nine-week period? And it we is think just muscle. ridiculous. Steroids. That's a – that's for another 
podcast. But uh, no, all be, ser- I all think he'd be more like toned if he was doing steroids. He looks so top he's heavy. So, he just looks like he's trying to like. He looks more as like Jose Canseco, which is a uh, well, different topic. Different later topic. In the week. We'll get to well, that one I'll later. Say, later uh, in the week. The word the the word on the street is in listening to a few podcasts that have sources close to PJ Tour. They stopped drug testing during the whole coronavirus period. So. Just saying. I personally don't think that he is on like any kind of performance enhancers. I, I just think that he doesn't enough. look cut enough. He's like one of the smartest guys on tour. He looks so top heavy. It does not look like athletic in any way. And he I just, have veins I just, coming out of the, just everywhere. I don't know. It's just because I think you just got to respect. I can see why people have you would ever taken it, though. BEDs? Um, dude, uh, Coleman doesn't talk about that. So. Oh shit. <laughs> No, we're not breaking. Is that any what's in the power cooler? Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're not. Uh, we're not opening up any controversy. But JT had a good week. He did. He did. Uh, well, he had a good. Condolences week to Justin Thomas, world number three at this point after this event. Had his grandfather pass away. I think it was early. Yesterday. We're recording this on Sunday of so the Super Saturday. Bowl. So it's probably going to be sometime between Sunday morning and Sunday night. And sh- and it was just. Just very heartbreaking. I, him and his dad, after the round was over, embraced and Seemed just a, little, a lot of lot tough. of emotion yep. there. And it's just heartbreaking to have to go through something like that and then go play yep. and try to win a PGA Tour event. So thoughts and prayers are out with him and their family. That was uh, his dad's father, correct? Yes. Wow. And obviously, you know, the bond between those two was was great. But Brooks Kepka wrapping all this up. Well. Not a big fan of the doom and gloom, so we're gonna no. we're gonna go back up to a little bit of uh we're gonna finish up with Brooks Kepka moves up from 13th to 12 in the world. Maybe he can keep this momentum into some of the majors and try to get back up to that. With when he's on his game, it's just very hard for people to compete with him, and I think you saw that today. Yes, he was down five shots going into the final round. Final round 65, two eagles, including one. On the 17th, 71st hole in crunch time, it was able to outlast the rest of the field. And it looks like he has his eyes set. Even though he's sitting at 12 right now after that win, I would not be shocked if he was around that top five come major season. Yeah. So. We got to look at uh, Steve Stricker. Steve Stricker. Great. Let's move on to that next, on to the next one. Steve Stricker. How old is he, by the way? 54. 54 years old. No, I, I take that back. Hey, my dad. He's 53 right now. We'll be 54 in two weeks. My dad okay. turned 52 uh, yesterday. Okay. Happy birthday, Happy Mr. Happy birthday, Mr. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Let's sing happy birthday. No, let's not. <laughs> uh, no, because we would hate to get uh, taken off the air due to our beautiful yeah. singing Happy birthday voices. is a copy But no, all, all seriously. Happy birthday, happy birthday is Mr. Derek. No, happy birthday is a copywritten song. No, it's not. Is it a copyrighted song? It is. It is. But oh, you okay. can sing it. Okay. The, the, re- if the reason the case, we're not we going to sing it words. is because not legally. we're not exactly we working it. with a lot of money to handle in lawsuits. But <laughs> we're going to move on. Steve Stricker, 53 years old. Is that, is that, is that yeah. correct? Yeah, 53 years old. is going to be 54. Future Ryder Cup captain? Is that is that true? I mean, he's the next Ryder Cup captain. Next, next Ryder Cup captain. Oldest to, t- to finish top five in a PGA Tour event since Tom Watson in the 09 Open Championship. Wow. So it's been a minute since we've had uh, an older an older guy. He's really fun to watch. Content. That God, smooth dude, swing, the yeah. smooth putting stroke. I mean, he it just looks effortless. So the best putting stroke on tour ever. And he Ooh. hit. 
No, yeah, that's that, that's that, that's a very fair statement. And he hit 18 greens in regulation today. I mean, come props. On, like what did he end up shooting today? I think it was like three or four under. So, so the hit 18 of, greens. The problem, no lie, is not that good. The problem is with the way with like, where they with had the number. pins. Well, yeah, with, but with where they had the pins tucked today, it was yeah. just like two putt for two putt because he couldn't get. Yeah, he you. was coming in. He was coming in with a six iron when they were coming in with nine. So yes. he couldn't get the ball. So he, he couldn't get the ball as close to so these. So proximity is right, not where it needed Probably to be not. for him to have a super low round. Yeah. But the thing is, and they talked about it in extent yesterday on the broadcast. He can't like his proximity. Just it physically can't be like yeah. he's having to play the center of the green on every hole because of where the pins are tucked on these ridges and stuff yep. like that. So it was he's probably hitting point. some, he's probably hitting some longer clubs. He's hitting hybrid. Some of yeah. other guys. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure he's hitting like hybrid or three wood when some of those big dog, like Kepka, Mac- McElroy, Kepka, they're hitting. No. Wedges. Yeah. I mean like, like Stricker's having those, Seriously. Stricker's having to lay up on par fives that Kepka's hitting four iron or three iron into. Like it's, I bet he ain't even hitting that. And it's, it's just, Kepka's four iron. I guarantee and the fact he goes two forty. And the fact that, the fact that he's holding his own on the PJ tour mm-hmm. is incredible. And as we mentioned last week, the, the Get a Grip podcast, Max Homa played, believe I believe, played with Steve Stricker because I saw a little clip on Instagram. Max Homa said that Steve Stricker hits the center of the club face more than anyone he has ever seen. So I guess you'd have to. Well, I mean, he has to. It's the only way he can compete. Yep. And his swing, man, it's just like, it's just like Smooth tight draw. Silk. Tight yep. draw on repeat down the middle of the fairway. And that's what I strive. Yep. I, I strive to be like that. But, yes, Josh, about you said best putting stroke. Like we talked about, when Tiger Woods comes and asks you for putting help, you're doing something right. Yep. Yep. Always gonna be a fan favorite. Shout out Steve, Steve Stricker. Hashtag Beat Europe. Yep. Beat Europe. Absolutely, Team USA all the way. But yeah, like Carter said earlier in the podcast, we're gonna be we're gonna be live tweeting during some of these events. Probably the next big worldwide sporting event that we're gonna be live tweeting will probably be around March Madness and. Yep. So we're looking forward to that. That's probably around a little month or more away. But I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Yes, uh, this was episode six of the Juco Take podcast. Holden Atchison, Carter Goodwin, and producer Josh Derricott. My name is Alan Michael Burnett saying so long and have a great day. Peace.